Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating and leaning into juicy, soulful, whole, full-bodied, living, consciously aware, just with more conscious awareness of the magic and mystery. Oh, the magic and mystery that is this lifetime and the opportunity of one. Wow. There were a few things yesterday, just uh, I was listening while I was preparing and just doing some other things. This farmer, he was talking about how he'd started to research, you know, other ways, non-traditional ways, and was like reading all the stuff about the benefits of not tilling. And he started to not till from a certain year. And just leaving stuff and just celebrating, you know, the people who are taking steps to simplify and actually return back to older methods and ways of doing things that are proving to be actually more sustainable and regenerative and actually even more economic, economically viable. You know, where initially the reaction is that Oh, but we can't do that, we can't afford to do that. Actually, that it makes things... He was sharing about how over time and with rains and with one time there was like a hailstorm, you know, like his soil was more protected because he wasn't tilling and he noticed like there was better aeration and there was better usage of like, like the water when the rains came, the filtration and more life in the soil. And I just loved, he referenced, like there's more life, more organisms in a teaspoon of healthy soil than people on earth. Oh, how magical. It really just also reminded me of the, there's a book called, I think it's called The 10% Human. I remember also being absolutely blown away and again, break Braden's we're only beginning to understand that we're just beginning to understand. You know, when we're <laughs> so associated with our bodies as, you know, the home for our soul and the place from which we experience this world, but just to actually awaken to the fact that we are grossly outnumbered when he talks about like the teaspoon of soil having more life than all the people on earth, more microorganisms. Our gut is so full and teeming with microorganisms. They outnumber us 10 to 1. It really is so phenomenal, like we spoke about embracing the mystery, the mystery, the magic that is this lifetime. And all the gut bacteria in perfect symbiosis and balance. And obviously, like when that gets out of balance, we're not well. But we're more like a hotel for microorganisms. <laughs> and like we, like when you're out staying at a hotel and it provides like breakfast and dinner. Like we provide breakfast and dinner and it's not even like it's primarily being digested and just taken in for us. It's being digested by our microbiome and all these microorganisms in there. 
and often it's the byproducts there of their consumption that we are using and making use of and whatnot. But just how incredible. I mean, we're like trillions of cells. And for them to be outnumbering us 10 to 1. Wow. We really are just beginning to understand. And yeah, I just wanted to celebrate. You know, all those, those farmers who now are doing things differently and seeing the benefits all around to the health of their soil. And there's a few farmers that are talking about also the health of their vegetation and their crops. That actually when the soil is healthier, their plants are healthier and they're more robust and more resistant to pests and things. And it's just that these farmers experiencing this for themselves. And yeah, Shane, the one guy mentioning also, it's a little bit more chaotic. Because it's not just these neat, like, mono-cropping plantations. And also just hearing about how things are changing. And I think as far as talking about, like, incentives for cover cropping. So you're never having fields bare. So the time, so you're saying that's where it sort of takes a bit of extra work. It, it balances out, but also in favor, not, not exactly like for the cover cropping, you land up after a harvest, you're planting again. Oh, excuse me for the cover crops. And, um, but then when it comes around to plant for the new season, you know, because you're not tilling and plowing, there's other like usages and other equipment that you're not using and you could actually even just sell. So it actually balances out more in favor financially. Um, but how even though they are actually like the reason so much of the monocropping farm is, is able to have the foothold it does is because of the incentives, you know, that, that farmers are paid. So absolutely governments can change things and incentivize in a way that's healthy and wholesome for the planet, for us, for for everybody. And slowly it seems to be happening because he was talking about being paid to grow regeneratively. It's just amazing. I know I've said I need to do more research and ask more questions about the places where I get my veggies and then just celebrating like there was also um was listening to a division of the b corp that was talking about these free like online tools and everything that they have available for smes i think they were saying it's more than less than 50 people that they're defining as an sme and these tools to help them those who are committed to net zero and just how much is available and how much support. And it was just really lovely, like celebrating the teams of people coming together to do things differently, to do things more collaboratively, it's more of a mindset of our interconnectedness and that we can't just have a singular focus on a bottom line and listening to some investment people who are more wanting to create portfolios of legitimate, not just like surface superficial ESG with possible, like, you know, just greenwashing, but really legitimate companies that are profitable 
and addressing environmental issues and being responsible. And these tools that are making available and the support and working with banks and working with organizations to meet and connect with these young businesses, these smaller businesses, and show them what's possible. <laughs> and those people who, who take action and then build a, a community and build connection with their community and are focused on, driven, focused on something bigger than their immediate profitability and their bottom line. Oh, so just celebrate all of that. And here also is to celebrating the appreciation of the simple pleasures in life. Mm. Like when having a cup of tea, to actually just slow down, to hold that cup, to take a sip yourself, to feel the warmth, enjoy the fragrance. Oh, and if possible, yeah, to just oh, catch a few more sunrises and sunsets and have a few more meals and snacks. You slow down and actually savor the smells and the scents and the movement of the food around your mouth, the ability to chew and taste and swallow. Just to slow down, to give thanks and appreciate the simple, simple, simple pleasures. Oh, so easy. It's so easy for the day to run away. It's so easy to get so caught up in to-dos and doings. Yeah, so here is to deep breaths that help connect us back to the moment and what we're doing and an appreciation for the simplicity. And here's to celebrating those who are doing stuff differently and here is too where we can supporting them, buying their products, investing in finding ways, finding ways. Precious soul, happy adventuring until we meet again. Mwah.